This is Ryan. Hey, good evening. This is Wayne. This is Kill the Rabbit Podcast. We, um, last week, we had started kicking around the idea of doing like a like a release type situation that I have in Realm where you're trying to find something that in and of itself is complete. So you can just package it up instead of everything in pieces. Mm-hmm. So we had talked about... Um, Okay, so my goal for last week was I was going to finish my port from Flask to Sanic. So I uh, started Tron and then had work major, major issues. Uh, Got really pissed off at those issues and finished the port this morning before I went to work. Really? (laughs) So I was like, oh man. I feel like, and I told you that would happen. I said what would happen is it'll be the final hour and then all of a sudden I'll push everything out and that's a lot that's typically how the programmers way, do it if it you know some of the sins that are passed down from the father to the son I, I have to apologize for I that's probably my modus operandi in many cases like when I was going to college and even in grad school um, I did my best work and on the 12th hour mm-hmm. because I would procrastinate and I, you know, did this blazing amount of work the the night before it was due. And well, I don't know if it's that you have to trick yourself to a smaller timetable, or well, like I only have this, but then you mentally know that you have more time. Well, this is why I hate people who are very scheduled and and do incremental things. You know, they'll they'll put together a schedule, like uh, okay, I've got this semester of school that I got to do and, mm-hmm. and okay I've got the the scope and sequence from the you know college prof and we're going to have these tests read these books everything else and they've got everything kind of measured out what they're going to do every day between now and then and I'm thinking oh I'm sorry that's not me mm-hmm. I can't I can't do that however um I think you do need to trick yourself a little bit uh, um well you have to know yourself first of all mm-hmm. it's like last week we talked about doing incremental goal setting and and uh at the end of the hour we said okay just something we can accomplish the next week and you said to me because we were talking about my writing goals and i said well maybe if i say that i'm going to write so many minutes every day or something like that and you said no 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 don't do it that way why don't you just compile that all together and just say okay so if you're going to do 15 minutes a day throughout the week why don't you just add all those up and just say I'm going to do an hour and 45 minutes whenever, mm-hmm. but just have it done. And that really worked for me. Hmm. It worked really well. So you did some more and some days nothing. Yeah, some days I did. The only thing I, the only thing is, and this is what I was afraid of in, in doing it, is that if I break it down into a 15-minute increment of writing, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get into it and actually do anything worth counting as right. Because you're just in warming 15 up. Minutes. You're warming up after 15 um, minutes. So you really have to be alive and alert and and uh, have something already on the tip of your tongue. Otherwise, 15 minutes has gone by and you really didn't do much of anything. Is it that you give it 15 minutes and then you know whether you're going to do something or not? It's like I'm warmed up, oh, I got nothing, or I'm warmed up, I'm ready. I, what, well, let me, let me just say... Th- what happened to me when I was 
that the, the reason why there was a couple of times when I counted 15 minute increments, maybe two. The rest of them were 30 minutes or longer. And if I'm, I started off this week, I was reviewing all my notes because I was trying to get my mind freshened up with what I'd done in the past. And, mm -hmm. and, so, and then I narrowed some things down and I said, okay. And I kind of structured some of the things I had written and said, let me just, this is for my, the sake of me getting a handle on what I'm trying to write. And this is a possible scenario. This is a possible scenario. Uh, throw this away. Anyway, organizing my work. All right. But there were some times when I just sat there and I was thinking, purposely thinking about something. And mm -hmm. you've done this before, and that's my encouragement that I've gotten from you in the past, where you don't know what you're going to do, so you just sit and you think. Mm -hmm. And frankly, my take on that, for me, I, I've never really practiced that a lot, and that's probably why I'm that 12th that, uh, hour kind of person is because I, I haven't really learned the benefit of just sitting and intensely thinking on one thing. Mm -hmm. Knowing, because you don't know, that there's going to be a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. In truth, you don't know, but the problem is, is you don't understand the way the mind works. The mind works when you focus on something that you don't know where you're going with it. It kind of runs all the scenarios. It's doing a lot of things that you don't even realize. And that happened to me this week. I made a major change in what I was writing, but it was the fruit of staying really focused on this dilemma that I had about a couple of the characters that just didn't gel. It wasn't working the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. And it was that focused time that really helped me see the change the shift that I needed to make mm -hmm. uh, so do you attribute it to uh, writing more often like you said you did an hour and 45 minutes which I think is 15 minutes 7 days um, you do that it is, every day or every time or was it the initial I have to think about it that kind of helped you put all the pieces or have all the pieces to put together well one thing I would say you don't want to try to do the, the hour and 45 minutes mm -hmm all in one setting just because of the fact that uh, you can do more than that what I'm getting at is that you don't want to, all, want to do that all in one day mm -hmm. because what you're trying to do is you're trying to spread it out somewhat so that you're always thinking about it mm -hmm. which is why writers will say well you ought to write something every day well okay that's keeping it fresh you're, you're thinking yes. about it okay and I heard a quote I heard a quote just real fast I heard a quote on a podcast that I was listening to where this guy, he's a blogger, and he was talking to another blogger, and he said, you know, I typically write when I'm inspired. And the guy said, it was very interesting the way he said it, he goes, me as well, those just happen to be at 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. And then the guy responded and said, ah, that's the difference between a professional writer and an amateur writer, is a professional writer gets to the point where they, they, I'm, I inspire myself now. So I'm wondering, is that is that a thing where... And, and I don't mean that you're not a professional writer. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm getting at is that do you think when you spent that time to really think about it, that you, that, that you got... It was a faster spool up to go time? Or, or how was that experience for you? I think... 
there's a that as I um, and it's always hard for me to get over the initial hump of getting back into it because you have to go back and reread some stuff and and it's cumbersome it takes a while to start to gel and everything else but I think that if you get over that initial hump you've 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 gotten back to where you were before and and you're looking at some of the same problems that probably got you off track before because you couldn't figure out how to deal with them but now you're going to stick with it a little bit okay and you're even going to plan some time knowing that maybe for 15 to 30 to longer minutes of of writing you may be just sitting there thinking as you're looking at things because that's valuable time too um I think one of the struggles I had when people would just say, well, just write, just write, 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 you know, just set the timer and write for 15 minutes. And I, I know that that has some benefit. Mm-hmm. My problem is, is that sometimes I've done that in the past and I throw it away because nothing came of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to do that as an exercise in, an, in a college English class, which she said, just start scribbling. And I was like, this is really dumb. And I think it was like more of an exercise to like how how you can open your consciousness a little bit to let that flow out. But you're probably right. You probably can't use most of it. Well, I think that and it's fine if you if you're starting from scratch and you don't know what you're going to write about mm-hmm. and whatever, and it's just totally fresh, and and it does get the juices going and gives you some ideas of some things to write about. I think it's also probably good if you find yourself a little stressed out with mm. all kinds of different stuff and you just need to write and that's your de-stressor that's your you know catalyst for freeing you up uh i i see benefit in that but there's also benefit to just sit and think mm-hmm. um particularly where you come to like a roadblock because skirting around it particularly the one that i'm thinking about with what i'm writing it's not a, it wasn't a small roadblock it was a huge one it 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 had a bearing on the whole story that like one, a discontinuity well, the the one character should it remain mm. the person that I'm thinking it should, or should it be a totally different person, or should it not even be in this story? Because it kill would kill another one. It, Are you going to kill yeah, me? Yeah, you know, I'm killing off characters left and right <laughs> wow. here. But the the benefit of of just staying focused with it really helped me see how I wanted to change that character. I didn't want to get rid of it. I wanted to change it. I wanted to change the character entirely. Was it a fundamental change? Like it's a totally different character? Totally or just... different character. Okay. So it was it was huge. But there, like I said, um, staying fresh on the writing, keeping it in the front of your, your brain, um, continuing to, to write on it. Now, I, I have to admit, one of the things I'm struggling with, and this kind of goes back to when we were talking about incremental, you know, just write a little bit every week well if you think about that same concept and look at a book and say okay um i'm having a struggle thinking of the whole story start to finish in just real sketchy rough draft form uh i'm having a hard time thinking of that now i can and i've been told that i should probably come up with that Come up with some kind of a rough sketch of how you want to see this story going. Now, 
and I tend to be too hard on myself at that because I'm thinking, oh, I don't like that. So I'll strike that out as I'm writing it. Chapter one, I want to, this is the way the story begins. And chapter two, it goes here to chapter three. And I can come up with different things to fill in the blanks on that. But um, I, I kind of have my doubts as far as how that's going to help me knowing that I have these different things that I'm writing from chapter to chapter. Um, mm-hmm. So far, I haven't really seen the benefit in doing that. And um, like, sep- like you're saying, separating the chapters or sep- Well, it's um, like my next door neighbor was talking about. It. He said it would be good for you if you were able to um, have something in your mind about ho- how the story starts. Again, just rough form mm-hmm. and different scenarios that you see happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, stories have to have conflict and resolution. And so maybe you could think of some conflict points in the story and, and then just real sketchy as far as how you're going to resolve it. The whole goal being taking it from start to finish. You're going to change it. You know you are. But it almost seems that you need to have a skeleton that's complete in order to know, you know, have some sense of stuff. Again, you shift it around. You, you'll shift chapters. You'll change things. You'll change the ending, and you'll do a number of different things along the way. But it's, in his way of thinking, it, it helps you to to have some kind of direction as you're writing this story. And um, might. I'm learning some things. I have to tell you that. I, I've told you last week, I've told you many times, I struggle with just persevering. That's why this whole idea of sitting down, having no clue where to go next, yes. and just staying focused for 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour, uh, my mind wanders. I'm thinking, I think I'll go do something else. I'm wasting my time. Um, but your mind wandering is a creative... Um, attribute. It can be, but it, it's the negative side of if, creative. If attribute. you're going to focus on something, you really need to stay focused on it. Yes, I agree. And so I think, but that, an accountant has razor sharp focus, right? But they may not be able to write a book. So I, I if if I'm going to use focus time and keep it on the book, though, um, I need to have something visual in front of me mm-hmm. that I'm looking at, or something that keeps me from getting distracted but also have a goal in mind of if for this 15 minutes or these 30 minutes that I'm going to sit here focused, I, mm-hmm. I want to accomplish. See, and I think headway. that's, that's an interesting statement and I don't necessarily agree with it okay. on a level that is not like direct conflict with what you're saying. What you're saying is perfectly fine. The issue that I have with it is, or the issue that I would have with it for myself Right, because I want to. I don't know. I'm not inside you, so I don't like. I don't know how you think and stuff like that. So for myself, um, so when I write software, there's a saying at Facebook that says, "Move fast, break things." So when I do software, I try to. I try to. I know that I have a very short attention span, so I'm going to try to hit that goal as fast as possible, and then refine it afterwards. And I think. There are people that write in a way, I think that with your creative ability, it may, you know, 
a skeleton of knowing where you're going, but at the same time, you know, the story isn't going to be a straight line, and that's what gives it the twists and the turns because you right. don't really know. And I and I and I wonder sometimes with reading certain books if the author had really any end in sight because it seems like they're just as surprising as to him as it is the reader, which is good. You're kind of going on that ride. But I feel like every writer, just like every developer, has their own style to it. So I don't know. I mean, I think I think for you, it, yeah, it's focus time. But if you're anything like me, which you are, it's consistency. Yeah. And the consistency breeds the focus. But I don't know that it's – I think it – I think when you were telling this story to us as kids, you didn't know what the end was. You, that's my assumption. Because it seems like you were making it up as you went along, but you were kind of going on along the ride with us at the same time. But you know something else that was happening? Is I, I mentioned this last week, and, and now that you bring it up, when I told you Kiz's story, it comes back to me that I was being myself as I was telling the story. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to sound like anybody else. Mm-hmm. And that that's a struggle that I have. I'm sure a lot of people do. Um, they want to sound like, they want to read like uh, some of their favorite authors and use their phrasing and everything else. And yet, if you don't talk like that, mm-hmm. then it's not really you. And so... That's where you know when you're when you're when you're really kind of reviewing somebody else's work and you're saying, well, that's not really properly phrased. Mm-hmm. Well, in in popular writing, that's not something you talk about because maybe that person talks like that. Yes. And maybe they don't use complete sentences, and maybe they use slang, and and because we all do, we even run our words together. Um, and I can tell in a book if the writer has edited it to death. Yeah. To the point where it has so much finesse and there's so much polish and so much smoothness that it loses every ounce of identifiability, if right. that's a word. I don't identify with the text because it's just like all these flowery things. Nothing has any like raw edge to it. Like sometimes in the writing it needs to sound you know inconsistent and weird and there's a struggle. And like those kinds of things I feel that you have a very um, innate ability – Think of Walt Disney. Walt Disney designing movies and designing theme parks and things like that. I think that was a person who had the creative ability to literally step inside the world and experience it for himself as it was coming to fruition. I think that that is a unique ability that you have that most people – yes, if you were going to sit down and write a book, how do they teach you to write essays in school? Have an outline, know where you're going. I get that. I've heard that since day one if I'm writing a paper which is for the purpose of doing something that's more robotic or it's more right. – uh, it's not really a creative expression. But I, that's why I kind of disagree with it because I kind of like – it's more exciting for you when you're when you're rethinking and you're, you're in the moment of that book. You're look, not at the end. You're experiencing as the character look goes Look at the through. way we're, we're talking right now. If you think about it, we're thinking at the same time that we're talking. We're not thinking, and and then, you know, the output is, you know, the edited version of mm-hmm. our thoughts. We're thinking out loud, so our sentences are, there's pauses, mm-hmm. 
there's breaks, there's incomplete sentences, there's uh, overuse of certain terms, whatever. And that's super interesting you say that because when we started this podcast, you wanted to script it. You wanted point by point. And I think, I don't know, for myself, I always do that when I have a fear. Like when I did my presentation in California, I made sure there were no pauses because I was scared to death. And I understand that structure. But that's why I was saying, Dad, I don't know. And the first time we did it, we recorded twice. And it sounded too structured. It sounded, you talk, now I talk, now you talk. Now here's that little rebuttal that I wrote down for yesterday. No one cares about that. That's very boring. And it's not something that you immediately, like that's why I like the medium of podcast, because it's like I can throw this out on the internet and do whatever I want to. That's why I started experimenting with being a little bit more raw. And instead of having like episode number 15, no one cares what episode it is, right? What is the content of the thing that you're getting at? And when we had that first episode that was not more than 15 minutes, it was raw, it was unedited, it had angst, and it had that, I got it, and I understood it. A lot of people liked that first episode. A lot of people, maybe five people, but it's a lot, <laughs> right? And it's, and, and the, the point that I'm making is the fact that you, that you are seeing that now and you have that appreciation it, I like that that you know we're dri- that's what I was driving for on episode one when I was like something about it I just don't like it and I would hear other podcasts and the ones that were you need to kind of know what you're doing I've heard some podcasts were like let's talk about you know baseball and it's like wasn't that no no and if you love baseball maybe that's your thing but it's just kind of like like I don't watch commentaries of news. You know, it's like watching the instant replays on the NFL. They're like, oh, he threw the ball like this, and then he caught the ball. I want to see the slow-mo for the action, but your opinion doesn't really, wow, he caught the ball. It's like I know, I just saw. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're watching a river, you expect it to move along. If you're listening to a conversation, you'd like to know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And also have an interest in the topic that they're talking about. But if it's not going anywhere. Yes. You know, we've been doing this for quite a while, and to me... If I was thinking about listening to this podcast, I'd probably be get a little irritated with with my my character here, because I'd be thinking, "What's wrong with this guy? Why can't he get it together and just do the writing and follow along?" Though, but you know what? The journey that I've been on in doing this writing, my notes from this book go back ten years easily. Hmm. I've been trying to get this going for a long time. Since we started the podcast, I think I've learned a lot about myself, and and that's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. I've I've discovered some things that, wow, you know, um, had an idea that I had certain struggles with, you know, uh, difficulties getting it on paper and so forth, mm-hmm. but never really explored them. Never explored some of the possibilities of getting. Uh, getting it moving along. Mm -hmm. And I had one aha moment. It's been a while ago now, but it was really a good one where I realized that, okay, if you're going to decide not to do something because it's been really hard, so that must mean that that's 
it's not something you should pursue. Mm-hmm. And then you look at your life and you see a whole lot of those hard things yes. that you didn't pursue. And you have to ask the obvious question, okay, so maybe, do you think maybe it's not about the difficulty of it? Maybe there's an application on your part. Because if you have the raw material to work mm-hmm. with, if if you have a creative mind, if you have the uh, a desire to write or play music or whatever it is, um, there's a work element too. There's a persevering element. There's a consistency element. That that self-discipline, if you don't have it, uh, your gift is going to rot because you're not going to apply yourself to really persevere, be consistent, disciplined mm-hmm. about practicing, getting better, getting better, getting better. See, my thing is the same. Mine is more circled around I create to-do lists, and to-do, I, I have a to-doist. It's a great app. But I went through and cleared a lot of them out the other day that are recurring. That I know, so I get up in the morning, literally, it's like, it, this is just to give an example. You know, get up, get out on the right side of the bed, brush your teeth. You do that every day. Right. Don't surround yourselves with, don't surround yourself with things that are only designed to validate you having something or doing something that matters or I checked it out. No one cares. So now I was like, forget all that. Only write down the things that really matter that, that you're really going to focus on and not move to tomorrow. That's what would happen. I move it to the next day, move it to the next day. If you're not going to do it, if you move it three times, throw it off the list, you're never going to do it. So then that's why. So in my journaling, so journaling is how I kind of work through angst. But then sometimes uh, what will happen is I'll over edit the journal and I'll be like, oh, I'm really pissed because this happened. But I guess I can see how, you know, I can I can see why that would have. And it's like, okay, everything doesn't need a resolution, right? Everything doesn't need to make sense. Sometimes a journal entry is two, two sentences long. Hey, things are going great. Nothing much to talk about. Goodbye. I'm writing my journal at times like someone's going to read my journal. Nine times out of ten, no one cares about reading your journal. It's more of an expression of yourself and how you're, you know, like you write it down and you say it out loud, like reaffirming, like what, stating what the problem is so I understand how to Have get to the solution. Have you ever found yourself abbreviating things in your journal because you're you're afraid that somebody, somebody is going to read it and they're going to say, oh my gosh. I do the opposite. <laughs> I'll do B slash C for because uh-huh. and I'll go back and change it to because. And it's like, no one's checking the stuff, right? <laughs> no one cares. And just like with your to-do list, you're constantly obsessed with, well, you know, if I knock off 10 things, 10 things that don't matter still don't matter. That's right. So what I've learned to do, what I've been focusing on is just do the stuff that matters, right? It doesn't matter. Like if you're going to the gym every day, don't put it as a to-do because you do it. It's a habit anyway. That's not an accomplishment. Or maybe what you could ask yourself is, if I'm contemplating postponing something, is it because it's it's better for me to do it tomorrow? Or you're too lazy, you're afraid of, for all the wrong reasons, you're going to put it off till tomorrow. For me, it's not uh, not bite-sized enough or not convenient enough for me to be willing to spend the minimal amount of time to feel like I did something that mattered. Mm -hmm. So that's why today... This morning, it's like, oh man, I gotta port all this stuff. Well, whether you do it the last hour or the first part of the week, you're still gonna have to do it because that's something that you've committed yourself to. And it's more embarrassing to come on the air and say, 
oh, well, I didn't do it. Because then again, you're saying, well, I failed again, and blah, blah, blah. Then people will start to question, including yourself. Right. Do you really want to do this? Well, and it, you're going back to what you're saying about a to-do list. The things that we're talking about, the goals that we've set, like with my writing and, and your thing with the realm, those they should not be a part of the, a to-do list. It's something you're trying to motivate yourself to do because you you do have a passion to do mm-hmm. it. And so for me, the the writing, you know, the quantity that I intend to write or the amount of time that I intend to write per week can't be a to-do thing. Mm-hmm. It has to be something that that I'm gaining from. Otherwise, yeah. then it does become just a box checking out, you know, thing. Well, so I successfully ported it. It wasn't really a whole lot of work, but I did it, and that's all that matters. Um, for next week, uh, what you had said before about you, sometimes you have to think about what on earth was I doing. I have a the next task that I have. It, it was weeks or months ago that I wrote it. That's how far behind I am. Not really because I, I'm not really on a schedule, but just to give you an idea, I knew this would happen to myself in the past. So I wrote a note to myself on the next to do item in my list that says, "Hey, go read this. Go read that. Figure out what on earth you were thinking when you did this. Not because it's dumb, because I'm reading it in the future." And I don't understand what the point is that you're trying to do. So now I, so my my goal for next week is do that, and then I have a call from the Realm server to the to the uh, to the other P, the Sanic piece that manages all the devices to basically this the and this is another idea you gave me. Instead of having the Realm software sit on an actual server, I could sell it or provide it as like, you know, an EC2 instance in the cloud. So it's like a cloud server that you just kind of use do a subscription access to from a person. To That will be the Realm. And it's in the cloud and it's not on their network and yada, yada, yada. But it can sit in, in either place. Right now it sits inside my server at my house. So this server requests from the other device hey, give me all the things that are on your network. And it gathers everything and shoots it back so that this can have a record, a different type of record of what things are on, what things are off, what are the values of certain things and things of that nature um, for the sake of abstracting it and controlling it and then further tying all the pieces together. So the get all the components is the thing that I that I already wrote, but I have to, how it how it flushes it out on this side is what I'm going to be working on this week and trying to do that. That's cool. Are you going to do the hour 45? It seems to be working. Actually, I, I ended up doing more than that this wow. week. And so I, I'll, I'm going to continue doing that. But I'm, I, I want to set another goal for myself, and that is the thing that I've been wrestling with, of some continuity in this story. Mm-hmm. And I need to s- spend some focus time on just having some continuity with the story. Um, I don't know if it's going to be from start to finish, but at least, you know, further along rather than just, because right now I'm still looking at, you know, an opening segment and and, uh, another segment, you know, halfway through the book. And 
Um, there's different bits and pieces, but I'd like to build some continuity, even if it's in just a very sketchy rough draft form, mm-hmm. um, to just see how that may help me out a little bit because um, it's it's not quite there yet. So I'm gonna, it's it would really be enough just to be writing, you know, the 45 hour and 45 minutes a week, which is going to be more than that. I know it will be, particularly once I get excited about writing a certain thing, I could spend a couple of hours just writing once I get into it. Mm-hmm. But it seems that I need to, um, I needed to answer some questions about some characters in it. And I also needed to have a sense of, okay, where are we going after this segment here? Mm-hmm. Where, where's this going, moving towards? Cause that's, that's a part of what excites you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to think about it, the the different conflicts that you're going to be, and then how is that going to get resolved, and and uh, it's a certain amount of mystery and intrigue involved mm-hmm. that you want to build into it, just like how many stories or even TV programs you watch where you're not really sure where this is going. Is this a bad guy or is that the bad mm-hmm. woman? Or you just you're not really sure by the way they're they're scripting it, and so I, I want to continuity, and then just continue to maintain. A uh, regular amount of writing, and I think I think something will come from it. So I am getting more persistent. That's good. Yeah, and then you'll have more to work with. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good for this week. All righty. All right. Bye. Yeah.